0: we are showcasing the development of our new proving ground on campus which is right on campus the Kettering University General Motors Mobility Research Center the MRC which is a state-of-the-art proving ground designed specifically to for the development of an engineering of autonomous vehicles and and related technologies and it's a proving ground that sits right on the university campus on uh, in part of the what used to be known affectionately as Chevy in the hole was the site of the uh, General Motors uh, manuf- main manufacturing facility in Flint. We've seen a number
1: of uh, test tracks, uh, if you will, for autonomous vehicles kind of popping up all, all over the state. I know there's one in Ann Arbor, and, and this, is, this is another one. Talk about this proliferation of research into autonomous vehicles, where Kettering sort of fits into that,
0: and how far along the line are we to seeing these cars out on the road? Well, there there are three main facilities now in the state that are used for the testing and engineering of autonomous vehicles. There's M City at Ann Arbor, there's the Kettering University Mobility Research Center, and uh, then Willow Run, the, the facility that's being built in Ypsilanti. These are three complementary facilities. They address different parts of the problem. The M City facility, for example, is a is an uh, urban land it's an urban setting so there's a town it's uh, constructed to duplicate a lot of the features and road features and intersections that you see in a in a city the mobility research center is uh, is different it's a it's a engineering proving ground so it has a lot of the features that you would see in a state-of-the-art proving ground engineering facility but it also incorporates the communications infrastructure that support autonomous vehicle Uh, development and communications because these vehicles have to exist in a network uh, where they talk to each other and they talk to the roads and they talk to the infrastructure as they're doing it. That communications piece is also built into the uh, Kettering University Mobility Research Center. So, as part of that, we own and operate the only 4G LTE advanced cellular wireless infrastructure in the United States and it's part of the proving ground facility and so vehicles that are engineered there have the ability to access the communications infrastructure of the future as well as uh, a a state-of-the-art engineering center. Are we going to see these cars anytime soon do you think? Well it already is in a lot of ways, right? I mean there are a lot of cars out there that have lane monitoring and that have adaptive cruise controls it will slow the car down if if the car in front of it. These are all pieces of the autonomous vehicle puzzle. Uh, and so it's really not a, a hard date when all the vehicles will be autonomous. There's gonna be a transition period as we see more and more and more self-driving and autonomous features being built into cars as they're delivered. Is it fair to say the transition, we're well into that already? We're already in the transition, absolutely. And and many vehicles have very, very significant auto, uh, autonomous uh... you know engineering features in the vehicle already and we're gonna see that transition probably happen faster than we think but it certainly has been the case so far but there will be some period of time where there's a mixed fleet where you have legacy vehicles as well as these new vehicles and that that the the presence of both in the population of uh... vehicles will probably slow full adoption of autonomous vehicles it'll be a while until we get Will Smith and the iRobot where he says, hand me the, the steering wheel, and his passenger says, is that legal? Can you drive a car? It'll be a while before we get there, but it'll probably happen sooner than we think. Um, I guess the, my, the question that I've had in my head
1: is, uh, right now, if there's an accident, I mean, obviously, part of the goal here is to, re- to make the roads safer and to uh, reduce the number of uh, accidents on the roads, and especially fatal accidents. But now, if there is an accident, the liability falls on the driver, it falls on the insurance uh, companies, that sort of thing. Why would um, major automakers take on that liability?
0: I mean, that's a serious question, right? It is a serious question. And and these issues, I'm sure all of our colleagues in the law will be working on these questions for quite some time. These will be, these, these issues will be normally, will be worked out as the technology advances but i think that the reason that they uh... many of the major manufacturers are adopting these technologies is quite frankly the customer is demanding it if you look at young you know that the proliferation of ride-sharing services the ubers the lifts the, all these kind of mobility as a service pieces are driving the adoption of these technologies very hard and and Probably where you're going to see it, I mean, my crystal ball is no better than anybody else's. But if, but probably where you're going to see adoption earliest is in controlled environments like an interstate, for example, where I know when I'm coming into Detroit in uh, rush hour traffic in the morning, if I could, if I could, you know, m- go up the entrance ramp to the interstate, press a button, and then not interact with the car and actually do some work on my way and have the car manage, you know, spacing with other cars and the flow. I would would love that feature rather than have to sit there and attend attend the car. You're probably going to see the adoption of these fully autonomous technologies in those kind of controlled environments first. Then they'll move out from there to broader and broader uh, parts of the
1: infrastructure you're in Flint uh, and obviously Flint as a community has been in the news what does it mean for, for that community to be sort of at the cutting edge of this technology
0: it's exciting it's very exciting and there's a lot of great things happening in Flint quite frankly not just the Mobility Research Center but a lot of things happening in Flint. It's a Flint is a it is a resilient and dynamic community and it's once again with the Mobility Research Center at Kettering and other activities happening It's once again at the center of the development of the U.S. automotive industry, which it was 100 years ago. I mean, it seems like so many institutions,
1: uh, the auto companies, are basing this research right here in Michigan. For one thing, why is that? Why are we not seeing more of uh, the sort of the research and the development overseas? Why, Why here in Michigan and what does that mean for Michigan?
0: Well, that's a great question because, uh, you know, the, the interesting thing about the automobile today is, is, and this is the exciting thing about this, air, this discipline and, the, and this for Michigan, is the automobile is, uh, has become the platform technology of the 21st century. In a very real sense, automobiles are not just mechanical devices anymore they are rolling computers they are electronic environments they have operating systems and networks as well as state-of-the-art mechanical systems and powertrain systems so there are all all disciplines of engineering actually are involved in the in the creation of an automobile and these are cutting-edge systems Um, uh, uh, an average car on the road today that's being produced today they they run tens of millions of lines of code they they generate um, you know 10, 20, 30 gigabytes of data an hour these are rolling electronic computing systems which means that the places that develop these and engineer these systems they have to be able to support a supply a workforce that is state-of-the-art not just in mechanical engineering but in powertrain and propulsion systems and electronics and software in networking in all of these areas this is where michigan shines it is there's a there is a uh, there, it's it's a natural for michigan to be the center of this industry plus i'll say this you have to build cars to a much higher standard of quality because if your phone crashes the operating system on your phone crashes you're inconvenienced if the operating system in your car crashes it has far worse implications and so the reliability the robustness the the quality that has to be built into an automotive system, an electronic system or software, is much, much higher than in a normal consumer device. So it's a natural for that's what Michigan is good at, and that's why it's it's a natural for that industry to really be focused here. And of course that they'll probably make some people nervous
1: as well, too, <laughs> right? I mean, and that's something that, that I assume that you that that uh on the research and development side you have to be very conscious of about how uh, how nervous
0: this makes people? Absolutely, but you know that. But to to that end, the this is a reliability. This is a standard and a level of quality that is the standard for engineering and development in Michigan. Other places that have not been involved in the development of the automobile and these kind of technologies haven't had to operate at the same levels of quality.